I was laying on grass with a paintbrush and a canvas, and I was posing for my Shein collection clothing line outside of a beautiful pink Pasadena mansion, and cameras around me, and my favorite type of music, and again, the people I love being around me. Yeah, Gabby like really went on her world tour this year. Mm-hmm. At one point, I was like, I don't even know where she is. Like, my parents were like, "Where's Gabby now?" I'm like, uh, "Paris, London, the Cannes Film Festival, LA." Hey guys, I'm Nikki and I'm Gabby and we're the Opposite, Opposite Twins. Twins. And today we have our New Year's episode, but this isn't just a normal New Year's episode. We are going to talk about how this year has been the craziest year of our lives and how we accidentally manifested this year. We, Nikki and I both are very into spirituality and manifesting and we didn't realize in January 2022, we had no idea both of us, it was like the hardest we both manifested privately to ourselves. It was like that free, in Freaky Friday when they're reading the fortune cookie together and then their world shakes. Like that literally <laughs> happened to Nikki and I yeah. the month of January and we didn't realize we did that until we found ourselves FaceTiming each other about things we were going through and all the changes. This has been the hardest year of our lives, but one of the best years of our lives because it's been so transformational, but it's been the hardest year of our lives and it all happened on accident because we were so fed up in 2021. I'm going to start off by saying I think 2021 was like one of the worst. Not it wasn't like a horrible year, but it was a pretty fucking bad year and I didn't realize it until I was editing a recap of 2021 and looking at Same. Yes. I was like Oh, I, I and, and whenever I do those recap videos, I realize like as a creator, I have to be honest. Same. Because if it's fake, I, what's, the, what's the point? I felt like when I made that recap of 2021, I felt like, wow, I didn't live this year. I described it as the year the world was paused. And it, it wasn't paused for anyone else, but it was paused for us. us. I was making it a, gen, a general thing, like the year after pandemic, picking up the pieces. When you saw everybody else's 2021 recaps of jumping off boats and champagne and bottle service and kissing and finding love, like, and you're like, oh, it wasn't paused for everybody. It was paused for us because we were keeping ourselves stuck. In 2021, I had felt purely just stuck. I wasn't miserable. I wasn't depressed. I mean, I probably had spells of depression because I I mean, that's another video. But um, there were a lot of contributors to what was keeping me stuck. But I didn't have the strength to face that because I was comfortable, but I wasn't happy. Mm-hmm. Uh, being comfortable is such a it's such a comfy feeling. Like who wants to disrupt the comfort? So I was comfortable. But I did not have joy, wasn't very, wasn't excited for anything, was not motivated, wasn't proud of anything. It's funny because I think people thought, oh, you're building a house. How exciting. Like, this is, you're in such a good place in life. And the irony was, I was like, no, I'm not. And I think I started to be honest with myself December 2021. And I was editing the recap and I realized, oh, I don't want another repeat of this year. If I have another 2021, I will be in a very bad mental space. And you were having the same experience. Yes. And we didn't talk about this. I felt like all people, all people like chum me down to was she's a bride and she's gonna be a housewife. I remember one of our cousins literally said to me at like the annual like Christmas like dinner thing, uh, our one uncle was going through all of the accomplishments of like all the relatives. They called you an artist and then me a vlogger. And I was like, excuse me? And in my head, I was like, 
a vlogger and then our one cousin was like yeah you know i was looking into the whole vlogging thing i, I could see you having a family channel or you know nothing against family vloggers i think it's be it's a beautiful happy thing to watch but it's it, it's not something i wanted at the time and that was like a very eye-opening conversation with my cousin the fact that that's that was how my life was set up it was like i was a vlogger i am a vlogger and I was getting married. So you heard how, from another person's point of view, where your life was headed and you realized, I don't just want to be a vlogger and no. I don't just want people to think I'm just going to settle down and film it. No. And, you know, you were called an artist at that dinner and I, I kind of got envious of that. I was like, I can be an artist. Like, why am I like trying to fit a mold? I don't fit. I can like, I was trying to do music, but also got a house with five bedrooms and was ready to pop out kids and get married in five months. They say when you have a dream, every day you have to make a decision towards that dream or, or it'll always stay a dream and you'll never attain it. Mm -hmm. Every decision you make has to be in alignment with what that dream is, what your purpose is. And I feel like in 2021, Gabby and I were both in good paths. What seemed to a, to a person from the outside point of view, it looked like we were in a really good path, but it was not the path that, was our purpose or that was going to bring us ultimate happiness. So at that dinner, I swear our relatives were definitely not trying to upset you. I think they thought it was, yeah. she's a vlogger. She should be proud of yeah. it. And we're acknowledging that we're proud of her for vlogging and we're acknowledging Nikki for music. But I think when people would bring up the house and people would bring up your wedding and people would bring up like the things that we were in alignment with that we knew in our hearts weren't for us, I think that's what really sparked us into the fast lane of then manifesting. After that, specific dinner because I know Christmas was like two days after that and then after that I got COVID and I was sick for 14 days after that I went through this like epiphany where I'm like I'm not happy with where I am in life I'm every decision I've been making this year I don't think I'm fully happy with I would be happiest traveling doing me and being an artist and so January 2022 comes around and I manifest harder than I ever have in my entire life. I don't even think we need to specify careers in this in this episode I think it's just about like we weren't happy and we wanted to get happy and we were both stuck in different ways. It doesn't matter what what your situation is, what your career is. I think it's a very common theme for people to get comfortable and unintentionally keep themselves stuck. I think we weren't aware we were keeping ourselves stuck until we had the awareness from the triggers around us. There's a word aha for it. Moments. Aha moments. It was a aha moment. I just... It's almost like I can remember so vividly when I had my aha moment. And I'm sure you're describing it in detail. Like you remember it so vividly. And I think those moments are so powerful. It doesn't matter if you're going through life comfortable and unaware because eventually it happens. The awareness is brought to you and the clarity is brought to you. And then it's up to us to decide or to, it's up to you to decide, do I want to make change? Some people don't want to. And some people want to keep themselves stuck and comfortable and not stuck in a bad way. Stuck is like, you know, settling down, building what you want around you and staying comfy and staying there. Mm -hmm. But I don't think we were happy enough to stuck ourselves, settle down. I agree. And I, I saw a comment on one of these vlogs that was like, Nikki and Gabby, if they were the ones for you, you would have wanted to settle down. And I resonate I feel like that there's so much truth there because I think like we see it as being stuck but happy people don't see it as being stuck so we weren't happy I had suspicions I wasn't happy 
major suspicions. And I almost felt like when I was acting happy on camera, I was almost lying to my audience by seeming well and like excited when that day I was just so blah. And I knew for a fact that I wasn't happy at home when I got away from home. And I went to LA and I had a show and then I stayed out there and then I realized I didn't want to come home. I almost ran away because that's how I felt like I didn't want to get sucked back in because it's so easy to get sucked back in and it's so easy to get back in the mundane and and get under everybody else's wants out of you. It's it's honestly a fact that you and I are not fully happy if we just stayed here in Pennsylvania. The only reason it's been able to work in the past is because we traveled a lot. But then when the pandemic came and there was no, you literally could not leave. I think that's when you and I got very sick of Pennsylvania. And I think in a way, as soon as you and I recovered, or at least as soon as I recovered from COVID last year, I was like, I get me the fuck out of here. Yeah. And I think that's very like, I think this feeling of being stuck is very normal, specifically after going through what we all went through with the pandemic. I still think there's pandemic pivots going on. I think there's still a lot of breakups, rebirths, new careers, because all of us like this country, the world, the world has lived through so much shit that put things in the fast lane. I think you saw what it, what your future would have looked like had you stayed in the emotions. And I yeah. saw what my future would have looked like. And we had these aha moments and we're like, we need to create disruption. We need to create the change. And that starts with knowing what we want. And that's how you can manifest is starting with what you know you want. And so when I realized I was unhappy after making the recap video, I whipped out a note document. And I also looked up manifestation videos and I learned the difference between law of assumption and law of attraction and how I was practicing law of attraction, but really law of attraction is not a good practice because you're automatically putting the thing you want so far away from you. You're saying, I want, I want, I want. By saying I want, you're putting yourself down here and the thing you want is just getting higher. You're putting yourself farther away from the thing you want. Yes. But when you have the law of assumption and you're like, oh, it's going to happen. I'm going to have this. I'm already there. You are already putting your vibration at the same level as the thing you want and it's within closer reach. And it's, it's all mindset. And when I realized that I didn't, that I wasn't happy, that I felt stuck, that I was in a lack scarcity mindset saying, I want, I want, I want. I watched videos, I educated myself and I started making word documents of detailed things that I said will happen this year. I didn't say I want, I said, this will happen in 2022. This will happen. Instead of saying I want or I hope, it was this will happen and it did happen and it's powerful. And we and that's what I really give credit to this year was when we had that freaky Friday moment. I was writing in my document, you were manifesting, you were writing on your laptop and we didn't we didn't ever communicate. No, that's crazy. My aha moment that I was not happy wasn't just Christmas and how bored I was and how I was just bored with my life and the, the direction it was going. It was when I was like in quarantine. I got sick around New Year's Day with COVID last year and I was stuck inside for a while with my ex-partner and it hit me how like something had had to change. I was getting more invested in a show I was watching on Netflix than my own life. I was that bored with my life. I was like, whoa. Maybe there, there's people that will relate to me and Gabby, and maybe you guys don't, but I think me and Gabby have never wanted just 
a simple life. We've never wanted simple. We've never wanted boring. Some people bring cra- on the chaos. Some people crave boring because their upbringings were so chaotic. I mean, our upbringing was chaotic, but I think we love we're like little adventurers and we're in entertainment and I love getting inspired. Yeah. When comes mundane, there's no inspiration. So we we both manifested. We wrote these documents on our computers. What are some things you wrote on your document for 2022 that came into fruition? So it wasn't in my document. Surprisingly, I accidentally, I accidentally manifested this in a Nikki and Gabby video we were filming, which I miss. I want to like do a challenge with you soon. I can't believe I'm saying that. Um, where we had to use green screens to trick our followers into the photos that we were posting on our Instagrams. I think it was the first video back from being sick. That's why it was quarantine style because you were scared to be around me. And <clears throat> and I made my green screen the Eiffel Tower at night. And I had my assistant at the time blowing a hair dryer towards my hair from the bottom of the desk as if like I'm on a boat facing the Eiffel Tower at night. And then in February, me and that assistant at the time were on a boat in front of the Eiffel Tower at night with the wind blowing in my hair. And I took the actual photo that I did on the Zoom call. So manifesting doesn't even have to be writing what will happen or what you would like to happen. It can also happen visually, like weird things like that. Like that's not a coincidence. I was like, since it's gonna be a while till I get to Paris, I might as well do the green screen of the Eiffel Tower. And I was there the next month. That's why we have to be so careful with what we put out because what we put out is what we get. So by Gabby making that picture, I mean, she manifested it. She didn't even realize she was manifesting. I don't think a lot of us know what we're manifesting. And it's also very possible to unintentionally manifest bad things. Your thoughts create your reality. And I think when we were stuck, we lived in a scarcity mindset of, well, this is the only person I'll ever love. Well, this is the only town I'll be able to drive comfortably in. Well, this is the only place I can have you have a YouTube career. That's very scarcity, scarcity. That keeps yourself stuck. But I think we started being like, well, so what? I, I'm, I'm going to do this and this is going to work. It's open. So many doors open when you say it'll work. I know it'll work. Believing in yourself and believing in life and the universe, like the, that the universe will, if one thing falls apart, it'll open another door. And then when that falls apart, it'll open another door. That getting in that flow and getting used to change is the way to keep having more come to you. It's like the craziest thing. You can't grow from repeating the same chapter over and over again. I truly felt like nothing to our old chapters, but I felt like we were stuck in an old chapter for like three years. I was telling myself, when was the last time you felt like growth as a human before 2021? And honestly, I I don't think I could say I felt it before 2021. So I had felt growth in 2017 when I went through my first breakup. And then I felt growth in 2020 when I let my ego go away and I started a whole new career from the bottom knowing I was going to look like an amateur with a following. It was so, I had to let that ego hit happen. And that was another rebirth for me. I didn't care if I looked like I was starting over. I didn't care if I looked like I was irrelevant. I let, I had like an ego death in 2020 with the pandemic. And then I think in 2021, I had stayed my 2020 self, if not digressed. And I noticed I did all this growth in 2020 just to let it die. And it felt like a, like a, like a soul death. I was like, no, I, I didn't do all that work. I didn't come out of the closet. I didn't start this career just to wither away in PA. I was like, no, we got to keep going. We come this far. Let, let's push through this shit. And that's when 
I really was like, we, I don't care at this point if I'm scared. I'd rather be scared and know that happiness is around the corner than stay in a place that I know does not have my ultimate happiness. Mm-hmm. <laughs> Ironically, like our producer just asked us, what are some bad things you manifested this year? And I'm like, I can't think of a lot. Same. Which is insane because normally me and Gabby would have a list this thick and we'd be getting into it. But that's impressive. But if I did have to think of one thing this year that maybe I manifested that was bad, it would be the people that have still maintained in my life, even though I know that they're only still there because I'm scared. No one's a fully healed person. We're always like working on stuff. But I think by giving into fear, I'm stunting myself in an area where I know our endless possibilities and I could grow and probably not feel anxious anymore. I feel like we made so much goddamn change this year. It's like at some point I needed to like slow down. I feel like at one point I had like lost an assistant, got a new assistant, uh, was going on tour, uh, was going through a breakup, was gonna maybe lose the house, keep the house. Um, a lot of things was, were going on. And I just at one point was like, I'm just I'm just going to choose to chill. Like I kind of exploded my life, but not everything has to be done at once either. You can be aware of what you have to do and not feel the pressure to have to do it like right now. Just the fact that you have a knowing in yourself, just know that with yourself. And when when you know it's time for that change moment, my mom told me when you know, you know, and you won't regret it and you won't look back. But if you're feeling like very like scared and you st- maybe it's not the time to rip a band-aid but when you when it's time to rip a band-aid my mom was right you know oh my god i know i can't believe i just can't believe who we are in these chairs because i feel like last new year's we didn't even have plans well obviously i was sick but like no one was reaching out like we have we had completely different like social situations it was just so it's such a different time So something I wrote on my 2022 manifestations list, I wrote that I was going to go on tour and that I was going to have an income that didn't rely on my YouTube views because I felt very stressed on that. Having to rely on numbers and content, it was just like not a good headspace. And I remember on the LA trip where I decided not to come home, I got a call from my manager saying, Kelsey Carter wants you to go on tour with her. And this was literally in January for an April tour. And I was like, stop it. Kelsey Carter's like one of my favorite artists. What? And um, then that same day, I got two brand deals that were year-long terms that were gonna support me and my chaotic life without having to even upload. And I, it was magic. I was like, okay, I literally thought to myself, I'm okay. I have this exciting tour to look forward to and I don't have to worry about making an upload every week to live my life when I'm going through all these changes and I'm not really well right now. And it was kind of like, I feel like the universe, I think when you take leaps of faith and you, you're on those like nose, on those um, nose dive moments, like when you're standing on a diving board and you just take the dive, the universe rewards you. And yeah. I really felt heard and that the, that the universe had my back and on my manifestations list, I wrote tour and having an income outside of the vlogs because that uh, that's just, you know, like a yeah, lot. It is a lot. And honestly, this podcast was on my manifestations board. Same. 
Um, I remember in February when I was at New York Fashion Week, like literally three weeks before I went to Paris, two weeks, um, and Milan Fashion Week, I, which I didn't even know was in the books at New York. I remember sitting and writing a breakdown of all the episodes and like what they would be of. And I remember I was drinking a tequila club and Val was doing my hair for the Loire party. When Nikki and I got like a firm offer for the podcast in May, it was just so surreal. I remember sitting on calls with our agencies, like discussing the offers and you know, we heard different ones and then this one just felt right. And I feel like we've talked about the podcast, the podcast, the podcast. It never happened. And then this year, mm-hmm. suddenly it was like, here's some offers for you. Which one do you want? And I'm like, what? Yeah. I always like to talk. Nikki always like to talk. We, I feel Nikki and I have gone through a lot of stuff because God or the universe believes that we have our platforms to share our experiences with and relate to people and, you know, some people can learn from what we've done and gone through. And I feel like a podcast is just a very safe place to discuss all the things we've gone through. And, you know, when I'm going through something, the first thing I do is I look up like podcasts or YouTube videos of people talking about issues that I could relate to. So I felt like we were hitting a point where we were we knew how to get views. We knew how to get the instant coin on Nikki and Gabby, but we didn't enjoy it. No. And... We hit that point of like, like we felt like hamsters on a hamster wheel. We're like, where is this going? Are we just going to keep doing challenges till we're old and like just be miserable? Like that's no way to live, even though there's like a good check that comes with it. I think the podcast, like, yeah, we're starting something from the bottom up. Yeah, we're not getting the challenge views right off the bat. Um, But me and Gabby genuinely get excited to sit here and talk and We've been online letting other networks tell our story through reality shows. Um, We've sat next to each other doing challenges that were so fucking surface level when when we've always had so much to say. And it almost felt like we were like, well, we can't. No one will care. Well, we can't. That's not our normal content. Well, we can't because what if we say something wrong? And I feel like a podcast was the perfect way for us to age with our content and create something that can withstand time because I think challenges and being opposite and twins and trendy and having boyfriend swaps like that's that's something that like didn't bring us joy and at one point it did in 2017 but how many years are we gonna fucking do that exactly I'm even seeing some people who are still doing like especially like twins or siblings or like couples versus couples I'm seeing people doing what used to make us happy and you can genuinely see like happiness on their faces yes. in the thumbnails. And I'm like, they oh my look God, happy. we were not happy. And I think all, everyone could tell we weren't happy. Like, but it's so weird because they still did so well. It is usually like when you're not happy and you feel like you're dying inside. Usually there's no success that comes with something that doesn't make you happy. Right. Right. Like I hate sports. And if I try to be like a soccer player, I would be bad at it and there would be no success from it. But we almost found success with something that made us very miserable. So it would put us in this really weird situation where it's like, well, we we hatched a golden egg. People would die for this, but we're fucking miserable. What the fuck do we do? But then other people, like all the other twins on YouTube, they look like they're thriving and they're happy and they're doing the content we used to do, but they actually look happy and it's not weird. We were, it was just this weird thing of, 
everyone would comment why like they don't look like they're happy they hate each other they're sitting next to each other but like what else were we supposed to do like we just had to make that like decision to walk away from success that's what we did this year i've seen comments on tiktok i used to watch your videos you're irrelevant now (laughs) i'm like well if you're calling me irrelevant at least i'm happy now where does that meter even start on what scale what if like I could be so relevant to someone in like Nebraska? I could be so relevant to someone in like Idaho. What's the scale of relevancy? What's so interesting is well, first of all, they must be young because I feel like the last time I used that as a diss to someone, that's before I became an adult and there were other bigger issues going on. But I feel like to some people who used to like be regular viewers of our challenges must be like, oh wow, it's different now. But it's interesting because I feel like you and I both have never been more active on TikTok in our entire lives, which is actually a more viewed platform than YouTube itself. We've made the transition into like, instead of putting all our eggs in like the YouTube basket, we're trying to like be happy and like cater everyone across other things. And if we're not putting our only our energy here, obviously it's not going to be the way it was. I'm sure if we put like a lot of our energy back into making those videos again, like we wouldn't have a comment that that's like that. But at the same time, I feel like I've been introduced to a whole new crowd of people that are like, finally, wow, I'm actually watching you again. I'm actually listening to you again. Because a lot of the people our age were like sick of all those challenges. So that's why I'm saying they must be young. Yeah. The person that commented that. Well, yeah, I think it said, oh man, you're irrelevant now. I grew up watching your videos. I used to, I used to like them. You, she literally got this comment when today. I was eating lunch today in the kitchen. And what did I say? Didn't I say they must be young? To each their own. To some people... Yeah, sure, it could look like that. But to others, you know, it could look different. It's a it's a different perspective when it comes to everyone when, when that's a label. But to me, I see two relevant bosses sitting in chairs of a set that didn't exist a year ago. And we birthed a new child. We're manifesting twins. as we're speaking because there's some things that we were talking about that we're going to be doing in the new year. And last year... We had the Nikki and Gabby challenges, but we didn't have at near. We were able to say we manifested this, 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 this. It felt like we were literally holding trophies we earned like five years ago and just holding them on camera and being like, we still have trophies. We still have trophies. But like there was no meaning behind it. It's like, yeah, OK, that meant something in 2017, but not in not anymore. And I feel like we were ready to, you know what? Let's put these trophies in the attic and, and let's make new, new trophies. Chapters. Let's make new trophies. Yeah. I felt like we were just like literally repeating, repeating because there were numbers and success. And it's like that money is not happiness. It can help a lot, but it's not the answer. And it also, how many times were we going to make the same video with a different title? Oh my God. Gabby, that felt like insanity. The definition of insanity is doing the same thing over and over and expecting a different result. Like we still had all these new dreams. We were growing as individuals. We wanted to live in new cities, start a podcast, but like we were just, okay, challenge, challenge video, challenge video. And those videos took a lot of effort to make, a lot of money out of our pockets to pay people to help us make those videos. And we were just on this fucking cycle and we had to be the ones to stop it. And people, it it disrupted a lot. It created a lot of chaos. The comments like that, like there's so much more to a story. So there are three different times that I personally felt like magical moments this year where it clicked that I was manifesting my dream life and I want to hear yours but the first moment was when I was in Paris 
I had just sat my bags down in the Airbnb and I was with people that I loved. And yeah, I was about to go right to bed because we got in at such a late time. But I stayed up all night with one of my best friends and it was just like surreal. And we we just had a really good night. I was dancing in the kitchen in a vintage robe. It was just amazing. The second time was when I was laying on grass with a paintbrush and a canvas and I was posing for my Shein collection clothing line outside of a beautiful pink Pasadena mansion, listening to the Mamma Mia to actually not Mamma Mia, listening to ABBA, actual original ABBA music and cameras around me and my favorite type of music and again, the people I love being around me. The third time was actually recently when I went to L.A., for Halloween, I stayed at this beautiful, super light and airy Airbnb. I was sitting outside. I was putting lotion on my legs. I had just taken a shower and I was wrapped in a towel. I was on this balcony and I was listening to music again. And I'm like, wow, I'm so blessed. Like, I can't believe this is like trip 5000 of the year. And that at that point of that Halloween trip, that was the vacation part. And I just felt so serene and inspired and I don't know I those are just three moments that really stand out to me yeah Gabby like really went on her world tour this year Mm -hmm. at one point I was like I don't even know where she is like my parents were like where's Gabby now I'm like uh Paris London the Cannes Film Festival um LA um what about you Nikki I've always just wanted to this is gonna sound embarrassing or no it's cute but um running around West Hollywood like the neighborhood loud and proud being myself those memories this year like bring me so much happiness I've never experienced that you know with like the whole small town thing and the way people look at you when you you know when you walk in a place like all heads turn and like they're just it's just every, it's a small area everybody's in each other's business but in LA in, in the neighborhood at the bars no one knows who you are everyone's just there trying to have a good time you can dress however the, however the fuck you want and I had always wanted a friend group. I know that sounds sad, but like I've always wanted a friend group. I've never had a friend group. It's always been your friends and me tagging along. Um, and I really just wanted Nikki friends. And I feel like th- this year, I don't know what night specifically, but what sticks out in my mind is my I developed a new friend group in L.A., and it was me and all these hot girls. Everyone was hot and supported each other. No one was in competition with each other. It was just girls, beautiful girls. It was me being out in the neighborhood with beautiful girls and we all supported each other and we all danced our asses off and we'd go back to an apartment all together and fall asleep and order pizza and wake up and get breakfast in the morning. Like I always wanted that. And I felt like in that moment I have a friend group and I can go out to gay bars and dress how I want and be who I want. So that's number one. Number two, um, I always wanted to go on tour and I think being on tour and having people talk to me like a legit artist not just a YouTuber trying to play music artist having like venues and staff and Kelsey's team and her fans all respect me and post about me and that was one of those moments where I said I'm doing the damn thing and I was really proud of myself and then the third time flying I had such a big fear of flying. Everyone knows it's my worst fear. And I've re- like a lot of my favorite memories this year are up in the sky. I like going to the airport now. And I just think when I think of this year, what makes me happy? Oh, the United Burger's great. 
Ugh. by the way. I miss airports. I'm so, yeah. I cannot wait to go back. And I want to. I want to say one more. I know we were only <clears throat> supposed to say three, but I feel like flying tour, Gaberhood. Oh my god the the dinner in Milan. The dinner dance. I had club. a bad Milan trip, so uh, that could be on your list, but that was not club. on my list. Milan. I want to go to Italy and do it right. That's on my list this year. I had, I was traumatized on that trip. I, people were just crazy, um, but I. The the last thing I want to say is I guess the house this house, um, I felt like. I had always wanted good for myself and nice things. And I love interior design, but I always associated it with settling down or a person. And I never thought I could do it alone. And I think the past three weeks, it's been only two weeks actually in this house. I am just like so proud of myself. And I didn't think I'd feel this. I'm so proud of myself and I'm so motivated. Being in a space that I earn myself makes me even more fucking motivated. And I thought I would dread living in here alone given the circumstances of how it was built versus where I am now, but it's going good. And I'm very inspired. Change is inspiring me now. I'm very inspired by change. I never would have thought I'd feel this way. I know. I feel like because of all the change that I've gone through and I'm sure Nikki, you can agree. I'm sure you're like, bring it. Like Mm -hmm. you're not scared. Like I feel like I, I lost permanence. The second someone eliminates themselves from my life now, or someone's like, I, I want to quit, or I don't think we can be friends anymore. I go, okay. Thank you for the time we for the time we were, because they're basically putting me them eliminating themselves is putting me closer to what is for me. Yes. So it's like don't stay dead. Like don't stay if you feel like dead weight in my life, and if I'm dead weight in your life, I encourage you to leave me, and I. It, it's going to put all of us back on the right track. I think change is fucking inspiring, but people think this is a fake era. So well, this is <laughs> a great note to leave off this episode because yeah. I know with a new year comes change. And for those of you who are going through it or about to go through it or have gone through it this past year, know that it's all leading somewhere. It's leading to your destiny and what you want out of your life is going to happen as long as you put your needs first exactly what Gabby said I think don't be hard on yourself if you're like watching this episode and you're like fuck I'm stuck how I can't how do I get there um I was doing that for like four years like literally four years I was very aware that I was stuck and I didn't make changes until I was ready and when you're ready you know you're ready exactly worrying is is false it's it's a wasted feeling don't worry just try to be present and everything will unfold if you just honor what you want listen to yourself and be honest with yourself. All right. Well, that's it for today's episode. Thank you so much for watching. And we hope you have an amazing new year. And yeah, here's to many more episodes in 2023. Yep. We'll see Cheers, you guys next time. See you. See you guys in 2023. There might be some special guests this year. See ya. <laughs>